And we're back. Par for the Court Podcast, episode nine of season two. I'm cutting all that out. I'm betraying the intro on purpose to mess with Cole. Welcome back to the Par for the Court Podcast. You're Thursday, November 30, December 1st or November 31st? December 1st. December 1st. Ooh. Did you hear that ASMR, the water bottle click? Don't, I don't like that ASMR. It's not a good thing. But he's, why is that not it's, a good thing? It's Everybody, stupid. It's like it's stupid. One it's of the stupid. more popular things. Uh, I don't think that's actually true. If you look at like the top fifty most popular things, not even close. It's like K-pop, one, Taylor Swift. Don't say those two things. Those Young are also boy two. And those ASMR. are also those are two of those three things I don't like. So don't talk about those two things, K-pop or ASMR's top five most popular things. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Not even close to top five. Eat hot chip. Charge phone. Lie. Those no. are top seven. Nope. Yeah, I tell you what, charge phone might be up there. What about Eat Hot Chip? <laughs> That's like top 150. All right. I don't think so. Um, well, we're going to play a little game called uh, Higher or Lower, where we take a team's current win percentage, and we decide if they're going to be finishing higher or lower than that. Then, of course, we're going to get into our Ooh, every uh, our weekly segments. You already know how that goes. My week for trivia, I got a really good question. Yeah, you've been hyping it up, and I'm just going to kill it this I, week. I'm I getting every it. single one right. I've been studying. I doubt it. you just been I, studying in general knowledge? I crammed MBA this week. Okay, right. I know everything. All right, well, uh, let's, let's get it started. Are you ready? Let's go. said we're going to start off with a little bit of higher or lower or as i like to call it underperformed overperformed or performed well i don't we can't do performed because guess what you can't say yeah they're going to stay the exact same yes you can but you know you can't win percentage wise no you have to decide higher or lower you that's the, that's the game you no, have you to don't. make a decision no, no you, you have don't. to even if it's no even if it's up from no 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 seven no 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 point seven all right fine fine Ready to go? You go first. You go first. I just told you to go first. Go first. All right, Cole. What are your thoughts on the Lakers, higher or lower? You want to talk Lakers first? Sure. Higher. Whoa, shocker there. The Lakers will – no, no, no. This is not even a question. The Lakers will only get better from here. The team we see today would destroy – the team we saw play the Warriors opening night. So you're saying they're not going to get worse than the Spurs or the Rockets? No. Okay. Hot take, Cole. Stop. Okay. Hot take. The addition of Schroeder and Thomas Bryant and obviously Troy Brown Jr., who came in you know, earlier than those, people joke around a lot about that. It made a big difference adding three real NBA players. I'm just waiting for Matt Ryan to really get unleashed. Matt Ryan, dude, they tried it. They are hardest to unleash him. There's a reason why he's playing the least of the whole entire non-two-way roster. What There's was, a reason. What was the nickname they made for Matt Ryan and Austin Reeves? Oh, um, oh my gosh. It was really good. You got to look that up. Look that up. I forgot um, what it was. Okay. Right, get this. Get this. So the biggest change, obviously, has been three-point shooting, right? Over the last 10 games, the Lakers are 14th in three-point percentage. Compared to their first six games where they were dead last in three-point percentage. That's a very big difference. 
I and I'm just going to give you the number. They shot 26% in their first six games. That's the whole month of October. 26%. Um, and obviously, it's very much affecting winning play as in the month of October, they were 1-5. Since then, 6-6. Six and six. That's there how math go. goes. Yeah. 500. And I think 500 is a number that way more accurately represents the this signs. Lakers team than, 30, than 368. <laughs> wow. Hot take. Yeah. Because right now their win percentage is 36.8. So, yeah, that's how it goes. That's how the news goes. Uh, I would, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I think 500 in the West probably gets some play in. Easily playing. Yeah. Honestly, I think they're going to be higher than 500. I, I say they'll be like 44 and 40, maybe 46 and 38. I mean, we saw them play against the Suns. Like, you could point over that six and six, um, you know, stretch. They're like, oh, weak opponents, right? Well, I saw them push the Suns to the absolute limit without LeBron James playing. Now, they won by, they, they ended up losing by 10, but that, that number was inflated due to garbage time foul shots and stuff like that. That yeah. was a close game through and through. And we obviously, as I discussed in past podcasts, Westbrook has played tremendously. And Anthony Davis has been on an absolute burner. And Schroeder has only gotten better and better since he's been back, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the West as a whole kind of started off the season just like an old, old Western fight out in the desert, just an all-out brawl. What? They all kind of just were out there just killing, them, killing each other. Uh, you know, the Jazz... Just out there shooting ballistic missiles. They started off number one in the West. Well, the Jazz are tanking now. Right it's sad now, to see. as the as I'm going to continue with my analogy, the dust is starting to settle. Jazz are coming back down. The Thunder were once pretty high. They're going back down. Uh, I don't see the Blazers staying up here with Damian no Lillard chance. out for the foreseeable future. Well, he'll be back. Uh, what December fourth, I think. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's well, we, the targeted date. but that's, that's the target. Target dates in the NBA are never the real date. Nah, he'll play December 4th. So if, out. just by mathing it, you have the Rockets, the Spurs, the Thunder, the Jazz, and probably the Blazers below the Lakers. Yep. So that puts them at what? At least 11th? Hot take here? At the least. I got the Mavericks below the Lakers. I kind of do too. I mean, it's blatant. They need a second guy. After watching them lose to the Raptors, where they just double teamed Luca and they were forcing everyone else to make a, make plays, it was just downright obvious. This is what every single team is going to do in the playoffs if they make it to the playoffs. And Christian Wood, after that hot start, has been awful. I'm not going to lie. He's, Mavericks, like, he's hard to watch. Yeah, the Maverick situation is kind of a catch twenty two because it's like with Luca. It's like, well, I'm the best player. I'm making all the plays because you guys don't have anybody. But then the Mavericks go and get guys, and Luka doesn't share the ball with them. Yeah, it's very true. It's like, and we're, you, you know, know what else we're seeing, which is really bad on Luka? How good Chris Stapps is right now. Yeah, that's what He's, I was going to say. He couldn't figure out how to play with Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps just dropped 41 for the Wizards. Yeah. He's playing very well, possibly an all-star this year. Not possibly. He will be an all-star. Possibly an all-star. Bar that. No, bar that. Bad bar. All-star. I mean, and you think about it, Chris Stapps, I mean, this is what everyone said when he joined the team. Personality-wise, European guy, and we all know Europeans just get along. But this guy, he can not only can he stretch the floor, but he's an athletic uh, 
guy that can get alley-oops and catching. block shots. That's like you couldn't think of a better player to pair with this guy. And they just it just didn't work. I don't know. It's, Luka's got to change something. Well, I mean, thinking back to even – I don't know if you probably do remember this, but J.J. Barea, when he went on J.J. Reddick's podcast, they yep. were talking about Luka. He's like – He's got a lot to figure out. He's got a lot to mature with. Yeah. And I think this might be it right here of, like, Lucas saying, okay, maybe I can do it all, but that's not going to produce wins. And if I do have some help, and maybe instead of 32 a game, it's 28, and I've got a star next to me that's scoring 27, 26. Yeah. That they can really share the load. And really play team basketball, which is what wins in the NBA. That's exactly right. Um, I know. No, and you can't even. I mean, right now, Luca's leading the league in points per game. Yet they're five hundred. Yeah, not great. I mean, I'm. I'm very like Jason Kidd. You think would be the coach to be able to sit him down? Like, hey, man. You got to make the players around you better in order for you guys to win. But then Luca says, "Well, who do you have around me?" <laughs> right? I guess you're right. Right? It's huh. a, it's it's the catch twenty two of catch twenty twos. Yeah, Luca's usage rate right now, yeah, is thirty seven point eight, which is ridiculous. Crazy! You had that stat handy. No, I I just looked at it really fast. Oh, do you know how fast, dude? For those that don't know usage rate, that means throughout the entire game f- for the Mavericks, when the when the Mavericks have possession of the ball, Luka is holding the ball 40% of the time. The ball is in Luka's hands. That's just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's about 10 seconds of possession at the least. Yeah. No, and the, I mean, I remember I, I saw a clip uh, the other day on Twitter, and it was Luka gets the rebound, he takes the ball down, he dribbles the ball until tw- like eight seconds of the shot clock, and he took a shot. And it said, and I, I had to rewatch the clip because I was like, how many times did he dribble the ball in that possession and not pass it? He dribbled the ball 33 times in one play and then misses a shot. I don't know about you, but I don't know if I want to be on the team. Yeah, I also want to see what his, like, his assist, per, assist per touch percentage yeah i know that's not the correct term for the stat i know what you mean though because the only reason he's averaging this this many assists is because the amount of times he gets double teamed and then uh help defender falls asleep and then boom someone's wide open for three or for a layup yeah people that were on lucas side are starting to turn and say wait a second this looks a lot like what james harden and uh some guy on the lakers did for the thunder back in the day yeah except you know to be honest i mean Luca's, and I don't know if you if this is a credit to him or a discredit to him, but Luca's buckets are a lot more ugly. While they are more diverse, they are a lot more ugly because he likes to mix it up in the paint. But that's just his play style and his body style is yeah, is get guys off balance, yeah. hit them, fall away. Yeah, that's um, well, I guess we may as well say it. So right now the Mavericks sit direct, exactly five hundred, higher or lower. Unless they make a move and I don't see it happening, I would say lower. I would Why say lower as well. Cracking? I think they will miss the playoffs. Um, last thing I want to say about Luka and the Mavs. They, 
Um, you know, LeBron had this problem early in Cleveland. When you draft these star players, you know, teams don't assume you're just going to go right to being a, a, a perennial playoff contender. Word. And that means that when you draft these generational players or whatever, you're going to have a little bit of time to get some lottery picks to draft, you know, really quality pieces around them. But since Luka has joined the team, his rookie year, they didn't make the playoffs. And they got the 14th pick or something like that. And since then, they've made the playoffs every single year. And that is causing them to not be able to draft high and get good players around him because they aren't going to be signing any free agents with this kind of yeah, play style. Lucas' play style is not... Free agency driven. Yes. Not at all. So, yeah. Lower on the Mavs. The Cubes, however, he is... Free, free agency, agency driven. driven That's the way he operates. Tyson Chandler. Yeah. They got Joel. Javel? Joel. Javel. Javel. JaVale. JaVale. There you go. All right. Um, next team, um, why don't we talk a little bit of Pelicans? Sure, Cole. Let's. Let's, let's dive into the Pels. Pelicans right now sitting at third in the Western Conference. Yep. Record of 12 and 8. Give me that win percentage. What's the number? Uh, 60%. 60. Can right. not do that math? Bozo? Uh, I don't do math. I do ball. I do ball. Wow. Uh, it's actually 61.9. So you're wrong. How is 12 and 8 not 60%? 12 out of 20? They're 13 and 8. They won tonight. My bad. Boom. Boom. My bad. Roasted. Let's keep going. Um, Third in the West at 12 and 8, like I just said. Uh, They are playing at a very high level this year. One of the top teams in the league. Yeah. Fifth in the league in net rating. Um, Very deep, very young, very versatile team. They're the 13th youngest team in the league. And there is not a younger team that is better. Of course. They are the best, youngest team in the league. Grizzlies are younger, but not better currently. Hmm. Um, Zion is playing well to start off the season. Has played in 15 to 20 games, which is pretty good for him. Pretty good rate. Um, He hasn't played the start of any season of his career, I don't believe. No. I think 2020 he did, but that was it. um, I think that's right. Anyways. Uh, he's scoring 22 points per game, a little bit under 60% shooting, which is great. Uh, a lot of solid pieces that are young and know how to contribute to winning. That is the difference with this Pelican team. They are very young, but all of their young players know their roles, star in their roles, and can contribute to winning. And it shows in their record. Yeah, and uh, one thing you will that I've noticeably seen an improvement with the Pelicans over the year they started off very, very poorly defensively. I think they were at, the uh, the opposing teams were averaging something like 118 points a game. I think they have like a top five defense right now too. That's no, like the past like five games, it's been a really big increase. Um, but overall, in this season, I think yeah. they're very high. Um, but especially Zion, he's made a big jump defensively. Um, at Duke, we did not see or we saw an amazing defense player, someone who's blocking shots like crazy. How many amazing three point shots did he block? Um, probably one that run against Virginia, but uh, more than that. But yeah, these past uh, past few know. games, he's made a real emphasis on being a better uh, team defender and one on one defender. Um, and yeah, obviously it's showing. But the big question is: Do they stay at this record? Do they stay the three seed? I say no. You know they have their top two players. Two of the top three players, Zion, CJ. 
Those what guys, do they have in common? They miss a few games here and there. They miss a few games here and there. CJ's in uh, health and safety protocols right now. CJ's in health and safety protocols. He always has something torn in his foot, torn in his okay, shoulder. Okay, don't go that far. It's almost every year. Dude, he's like vegan now, so. Oh, okay. That's going to take it all away. Yeah, that that always does. Yeah, and, you know, Zion's, you know, fat. You know, stuff always, stuff always goes down with him. Zion out. Parentheses fat. <laughs> Dude, sometimes it happens. Zion will be out tonight for fat. <laughs> Zion's out due to a fat. No, but getting back on topic, I don't think they stay the three seed. I think they stay probably top six. Um, right now, the Grizzlies and Clippers are not even a game behind them. They just own the tiebreaker. Yeah. They're, they're both two games back. And Yeah, that's why I don't know, really – I think they might be a year away. I mean, they're a year away from like being finals contenders, but they're gonna be They're mid, gonna be in the mix. They're gonna be mid playoff race. I don't you know So literally what I just said. When you're but, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. When you're playing a when you're when you say a year away, it doesn't necessarily mean a year away from I the finals. I hate that saying, yeah, but I said it. Well, like the Thunder are a year away from what? The playoffs. It's it's a cliche for sure. Good one. Um What? Whatever. When you're playing a high stakes. It's a cliche. I don't like that joke. Bad joke. L joke. L podcaster. L human being. Uh, I dub. Got I got you. For all of them. When you're playing a high stakes game, such as higher or lower, you got to make the tough decisions. Yeah. You got to. And while I do certainly like the Pelicans, obviously, um, I love CJ. He's in my top 19. Sorry, I'm going to say top 23 players. I thought you'd have him higher. No. Top 23 favorite. Being a podcasting basketball player. He's a little bit corny to me. Um, wow. He's but overall, he's really nice. He's distinguished. I, I love smart. him on ESPN, though. I love money ESPN. He's the best on ESPN when he shows up on the talk shows. But what, Chase is through a water bottle. No. You don't do that. You don't do that on a podcast. There's an intruder. Um, <laughs> there's an intruder. The empty water bottle is going to stop I had him. to hit him with a yeah. water bottle. Um, you know, like I said, you got to make the tough decisions. And when I'm seeing the Pelicans at a win percentage of 619 I, I'm going to have to say a shade under, a shade lower, may I rephrase. Um, doesn't mean I don't like them, but it's it's tough out here. It's tough on these streets when you're playing a game like higher or lower. And sometimes the team you like, you got to say lower. Got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. That's exactly right, Kenny. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You got to count your money. No, you never count your never money when you're sitting at the table. There will be time enough for counting when the deal is done. Um, next song. team, not better than Amarillo by Morning, which appeared on Chase's Spotify Wrapped or whatever. Such a great song. Everybody go listen. No, to it's it. not. No, it's not. Amarillo right. by Morning by George Strait. All right, Chase. Next team, who you got for me? Everything that I got. Stop. I swear. Just. I swear. Stop. <laughs> next team. Um. Let's talk about the Denver Nuggets. Oh, that's my squad. The Denver Nuggets. Let's talk. Denver Nugget. Okay, this well, message goes out to you, Nugget. Well, um, this is the easiest of any team, any in the whole entire league. If I'm deciding higher, or low, sorry, second, I'm going to say third easiest team. Um, well, the Heat obviously lower. That's probably <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Let's get back to topic. When I'm talking about the Nuggets, and I'm thinking about if they're going to improve or get worse. I look at one obvious thing that makes me clearly say higher. Jamal Murray. 
Word? Jamal Murray over his last, I'm sorry, over his first 15 games coming off this ACL injury, out of rhythm, hasn't played in a year, he was averaging nine points, two rebounds, and two assists, shooting mid-20s in three-pointers. That's really bad, especially when you're wanting that to be your second-best player. Yeah. Guess what? His last five games, 21 points, four rebounds, six assists. I mean, we see it every year in this league. Guys coming back from long injuries like that, it's just... It takes a while to get back into rhythm. It's tough to find a rhythm. You see Ben Simmons still really hasn't figured it out. But his last few games, he's been playing really well. Clay Thompson, he hasn't really been right since those two years well, off. He's also old. I'm just I'm just adding... To my point here, go on. It's very hard go on. to come off these year long, year plus long injuries, mm-hmm. and you know, for for Jamal Murray to get back into a close form of his former self is very good to see. This early on, him and Jokic have both been out for health and safety protocols for a few games here and there, and this early in the season, that's going to affect the winning percentage a lot. So right. I'm with you on this one. I think it goes up. Yeah, even I mean, though I hate Denver's depth. Yeah, but I would say that three times fast. I'm not going to. The reason that I'm also so faithful in the, in the higher aspect of this whole thing is because of we've already seen them play without Jokic, play without MPJ, play without Murray. And they've done well. And when I say play without Murray or play without MPJ, he's only missed, I think, two games. And for a guy who has the injury history of him, missing, playing 18 of 20 games is. Not a feat to just brush off. That's a really good thing, yeah. and I'm really happy for him. Not one time have I watched them, and I see him grimace, anything like that. When he's out, like, I've not seen a single sign of him you know, you know, showing that back injury, which is really good. What about when the Suns get that power forward they're targeting for Jay Crowder, though? It's not going to happen. It's no? really not going to happen. Um, Th- that's the craziest, like, this player empowerment era. This is the height of craziness for me. That like Jay Crowder. There's a holdout for Jay Crowder and like Yeah. Nobody even cares. You know the Heat kinda want him. Anyway. They listed like ten teams that they were talking to. Like True. the Wizards are on there. Are also, gonna, yeah, like, the Wizards have been talking. Give up Rui Hachimura for him, I guess. Not even I don't like that move. Anyways, uh we're not gonna brush over the fact that Chase said player mimpowerment. Anyways. Um yeah, re- there's a reason why I had the Nuggets as my number one seed in the season preview for the West. And that's what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to need them to knock off the Suns because I'm tired of seeing their post-game lifts. I don't know if anyone saw, but DeAndre Ayton was doing power cleans no, he was in just doing some a shoulder, towel. Some push press. He was also doing power cleans. They weren't power cleans. They were, I saw it was a, power. There was a push press. I saw a video of power cleans. You don't know what lifting is. I do so. I'm, I'm better lifted than you by far. You're better lifted? I'm a better lifter than you by far. We can ask him it. And he'll say, yeah, Cole, yeah, Cole's better lift than yours, Chase. Your cleans are nowhere near mine. Okay, what are we talking? One of nine exercises that are main? Anyways. I bet my lower body stuff is better. I bet it's not. I bet it is. Okay. But Nuggets every team that higher. does, every team that lifts post-game, they let you know about it. Yeah, they do. Like every, It's like the Celtics, Jason Tatum lifts post-game. Every time it's on a Snapchat story. Every time he's like, I'm the strongest in here. But let me ask And you, it's like 10 fucking athletic trainers. Like, duh, you're the strongest in there. 
And let me ask like you a question. Meathead though. Grant Williams. He's just like rolling around. But let me the bowling ball. But yeah. let me ask you a question though. Because he's a bowling ball. That's why I said he's rolling around. Are 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 any of them not wearing clothes? Tatum usually doesn't have a shirt on. But they have they have pants on, right? But my thing is this: they're all wearing pants. When when he had the towel on, he had tights on. You under could it. see the tights under the towel. Yeah. Nobody cares. Just wear your wear the tights. Okay, but. And it, no, in, you know what? The, you know the in problem no, is in no lift is a towel staying on. What are you lifting that a towel stays? No, on? but here's my main problem. What's your main problem? The amount of time it takes you to put a towel, wrap a towel around Same you. Same time to put shorts on. I'm gonna say more time. One second less, but the amount of time you have to readjust the towel. Yeah, that too. It saves so much time to just wear a pair of shorts. Why are you wearing a towel to lift weights? Dario had his I'm pants baffled. On. Yeah, Dario did have his pants on, but I don't think Dario's pants got sweaty, so he didn't need to. <laughs> you know, this is a very crazy reference, but like six years ago when Dario was on the Sixers, opening night, there was a pronunciation switch like the first game, and then they switched it back to Dario. It was first Dario? Like it was like Marv Albert called him Dario Saric for the first quarter. And then, like, the first commercial break that came back, he's like, and it's back to Dario. Oh, my gosh. Like, why? That's all time. Got a Marv Albert, just very pro move there, making the correct pronunciation This was, like, switch. pre-dementia Marv Albert, though. Don't, don't talk bad about him, bro. Uh, it's just really he's funny. All right. Next team. Um, uh, why don't we go with the Cavaliers? You want to talk Cavaliers? I'll talk Cavaliers, yeah. I'll talk Cavaliers. What do you talk Cavs? I call the Cavaliers the Pelicans of the East. I like that. You know? I like that a lot. Except Donovan Mitchell's a younger CJ. <gasps> Ooh. Kevin Love, older Zion. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that one coming. Huh? Huh? <laughs> older Larry Nance, older Herb Jones. <laughs> you didn't see those comparisons coming okay. on this podcast, did if you? If you're looking at prospects out of college, have there been two less similar <laughs> prospects than Kevin Love and Zion Williamson? Oh, man. You know what? Wait, no. There's one similarity. Fat. <laughs> Zion wasn't fat at Zion was not. Zion was ripped at Duke. He was rip-rip. Yeah. It's a, sort of reverse story arcs. Kevin Love gets in the league, gets skinnier. Zion gets in the league, gets fat. Turns into Drewski. Turns into, no, that's Pat Ricard. Um, Cavaliers right is, now. Is, is Pat Ricard the Zion of the NFL? <laughs> Can we make that statement? <laughs> Low key. Okay. The Cavaliers sit like it's, yeah, at 63.6. Maybe Zeke Elliott. The, back on topic. No more. All right, anyways, Cavaliers. Third in the East right now. 63.6. 14 and 8. That's right. What percent is that? 63.6. I knew that. 63.6. Hell yeah. Um, also a very deep team, even better defensive team than the Pelicans. Yeah. They are the second best defensive team in the league, only behind the Bucks. That shows you when you when you play good size, what's gonna happen. I mean, yeah, they probably have the best room protection in the league. By far, not even a question. I might put the Bucks second. No, no, not even close. Right. We just saw the Bucks get absolutely exposed in their drop coverage hey, by the New hey, York Kings. Hey, back on topic. New York Knicks. Back on topic. You mentioned you mentioned the, the Bucks rim protection. I saw the Knicks shoot nine floaters okay, in the fourth so anyways, quarter. they're the second best defensive team in the league, only behind the Bucks. Um, very, very good scoring attack. They have six guys averaging double figures. 
Uh, they can score in a multitude of ways. Mitchell and Garland, very good backcourt duo, as we've seen this year so far. Cold take. How is that a cold take? Because it's not a hot take. A hot take would be like, wait, what? Cold take is like, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, they're a good backcourt duo. I'm just saying like, it's, I'm just, yeah. I'm just giving you a rundown of what's okay, going on with yeah. the Cavs here. Mitchell um, is put in more of a scoring role than he was in Utah. Kind of can give the keys to Garland when need be. Mitchell's averaging 28, five assists on the year. Garland is at 22 a game with eight assists per game. So you're seeing there a little bit more distribution from Garland, a little bit more scoring from Donovan. Two people doing what they're best at, I see there. Um, as far as their record and their win percentage, at 63%, was it? Mm-hmm. What do you see? Well, um, for one thing, it's pretty encouraging that everyone expected the reason the Cavs to get better this year was because Mobley's improvement. And he hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't even. Imp- he still looks really raw on the offensive end. I. The improvements obviously because the Mitchell acquisition and no one expected that to happen. Um, that's why it's good that he's gotten even more time to you know develop. Because if the Cavs are even close to contending for the finals, they're way ahead of schedule. As Mitchell Young, I don't even. I don't even need to go down the rest of the lineup. Everyone's young except for Kevin. Uh, the Zion of the East, Kevin Love. Zion of the East. Um, but. Yeah, um, as I said, they're Mobley, actually they're actually like middle of the pack age wise. I think Kevin Love really skews the numbers. For oh, them. it most definitely does. And Howell Neto, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Neto's up there. Neto and Love really skew the stats <laughs> very but, bad. Yeah, um, Mobley averaging fifteen. And Why'd you add a syllable to his name? Where did I add a syllable? Mobley. I didn't. Yes, you did. We're gonna we're gonna listen it back later on. I said Mobley. You called him Mobley. Stop. <laughs> um, you know, I just want to call back real quick to uh, our season preview where I mentioned that Dean Wade was looking really good this offseason. He has not been one of the main reasons why they've been really good. I'm just going to get ahead of that. What? For the hate that I was going to get at the end of the year. Like, hey, you said the Cavs are going to be good because Dean Wade was going to step up as a So many spot. people are going to hate on you for that, dude. So many, dude. I'm, I'm not ready for the backlash. You're going to be screwed, um, dude. While, Your mentions. While Dean Wade has been sound. With Dean Wade hate, while dude. Dean Wade has been sound, this is a guy who's shooting 45% from the field, seven points a game. Not bad at all. It's an MBPA representative, dude. That's right. Oh, no. I think that's Windler. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure the Cavs representative is Windler. Dylan Windler? No, you added a syllable. <laughs> Where did Dylan Windler go to school, Cole? Dude, I don't know. USC? Belmont. Where's Belmont, Cole? Drew Hanlon went there. Tennessee. Good job. Um, Sent me letters back in the day. Good for you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Guy knows no colleges. I'm going to be honest with you. I got, I'm got. i going higher. You're going higher? I'm going higher. I got this team finishing top four in the East. Crazy town. Yeah. And... You know, how are things, they going to go higher when you have them going lower, dude? Because explain it, Chase. As more teams decide they're going to tank, more teams are going to be trying to lose. That means more of the higher teams are going to be winning more games. So teams are going to be higher percentages. While ah, this is tough. I don't see many more teams tanking in the East. Maybe the Pacers are going to drop. The Knicks got to tank. The Knicks will not tank. They're gonna, if anything, they're gonna make a trade to try and 
spruce things up and <laughs> I make hope, something. I really hope they do. I think if any team's going to blow it up, and it'll be the Bulls, but they're all already 12th. The Heat. The Bulls are, don't have their pick, I don't think. Regardless, I think they'll trade Caruso at the least. That'd be a the good Heat trade. are abominable. They're never going to win. You need to shut up. Bro. Fat tubs of lard down in Miami. Dude, this is a tough year for the East. Just really tough. That's what I'm saying. I don't think the Cavs. I think they stay top six. They're gonna. You think they're not going to be top four? I mean, I think Philly's going to make a run at some point. They've been without. You're right about they've that. They've been without Harden for a while, and Bede missed a couple. You're right about that. They're they're kind of just floating above water a little bit. All right, here we go. Doctor Rivers is keeping everybody intact. In no order. That is his full name. You know that, right? Yeah. Doc Doctor Rivers. <laughs> That's actually his middle name his is middle Tur. Name is Tur. <laughs> Doc Tur Rivers. Okay, here's the top five. That's why he wanted to become a coach. Because <laughs> he's a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you know what the Queen's last name is? The you know, Queen what, last you know name what his is? first two careers that he wanted to be? Lawyer. He wanted to be a boat driver and then a doctor. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't get why. He wanted to driver. drive a boat and be a tour guide, doctor. I don't get it at all. Boats are on docks. Tour is close to tour. <laughs> that was the worst joke I've ever heard in my life. No. That was awful. That was actually awful. Oh my God. Um, Doc backwards is almost con. <laughs> you caught a, boat. a boat. You don't drive it. You don't drive it. <laughs> okay, in no order, this top five is going to, the top four is going to be. Boston, Milwaukee, respect, respect, Cavs, and either sure. Sixers or Heat. The Heat, dude, they're no. We'll get to the Heat. No, I'm not talking about the Heat. If you talk about the Heat, I'm leaving. The Heat are on my list to talk about. The Heat are eight games, ten games back from yeah. first. The Heat have been the least healthy team in the NBA by far this year. Their biggest offseason have, resigning, no. Victor Oladipo, hasn't Stop played a game it. yet. Yeah, that's. Do you hear that statement? Omer, the biggest. Off-season signing, Victor Oladipo. Former All-Star? Yeah, how many years ago? Three? No. Two? No. Omer, Look it up right now. Omer, when was, Omer, <laughs> listen to the names you're saying. Omer, you're seven. Yeah, Omer, who, you're Steven, and Oladipio. Why don't you let me talk? Listen to these names. Why don't you let me talk? This is worse than being like, oh, the Lakers aren't full without Thomas Bryant and Troy Brown Jr. Guess what? They weren't, and now and they're, they've Schroeder. been 6-6 six and six in the last 12. And they're 7-12. and 12. Stop the madness. They're 6-6 six and six in the last Wave 12 the with Schroeder and Troy Brown. Okay. The Heat are going to blow it up. They're wobbling. They're definitely not going to They're wobbling. They're going to trade Jimmy Butler. Bam's just going to retire and play in the Miami Pro League <laughs> so he can shoot threes. Your seven's going to go back to Georgetown. <laughs> Take over as head coach from Patrick Ewing. <laughs> the Heat are done. <laughs> Spolster and his wife are going to go teach salsa classes. This is over. That's racist. That's racist. His wife is a Heat dancer. That's why I said it. That's not racist. Cheerleader. Dancer, cheerleader. Dancer is a better term than cheerleader. No, because she cheers. She still dances. She doesn't cheer anymore or I dance. I bet they know the salsa. Omar Yurt 7. Chris Quinn's going to kill some adult league. Omer, you're at seven. Tyler here is going to start a weed business. <laughs> What'll Lowry do? Gosh, Weight Watchers sponsorship. <laughs> you don't even want to know what Udonis Haslam's going to do. I don't. Move into an old folks' home. <laughs> <laughs> What's Duncan Robinson going to do? 
Gosh, just keep the podcast going, I guess. They don't have nothing to talk about. <laughs> They'll probably move in with Davis back in Connecticut, wherever Davis lives. Uh, Massachusetts? Yeah. Max Struess. Huh. Go homeless. Gym teacher. I <laughs> <laughs> majored in exercise that science. That DePaul degree is going to come in handy. <laughs> okay. Victor Oladipo is going to start his singing career. Omar Yard 7, who the Heat were counting on to... Haywood Highsmith will do all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think all I did in Atlanta is like an eighth man. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even mentioned Jamal Kane or Orlando Robinson Jr. Ah, Sioux Falls for life, baby. Sioux Falls. Omer Yurt Seven, who the Heat were counting on to take the 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 brunt of the non-Bam minutes. All right, hasn't appeared in a game. Not to mention with the um, big revolution in the NBA, everyone having more and more size. The Heat were looking to implement lineups uh, with just playing Bam at the four and Yurt seven to the five, which are not plausible with Deadman. Um, and obviously, we haven't been able to do that, uh, which has greatly affected our defensive versatility and offensive versatility, as a matter of fact. Um, Jimmy Butler, obviously our best player, highest paid player, has missed eight of 21 games. Tyler Hero, our second best offensive player, has missed eight of 21 games. Um... Yeah, with your, with two of your three highest paid players missing that many games, really hard to win. Victor Oladipo, obviously, Omar Yurtsevin, obviously, really hurting the team. When these guys come back, when Jimmy gets healthy, when Tyler Hero finally puts a good stretch of games in, he played tonight, he looked all right, the Heat are going to get into a flow. The Miami Heat starting five has played the least amount of minutes together of every starting five in the entire NBA. That's how how can you expect to win when your starting lineup has played the least amount of minutes? Oh right, yeah, they'll get to like the ninth seed. I hate you. I hate you. I don't have any. I, I don't Guess have any faith in the Heat. Sorry. If all they need is a sixth seed, and they will make they will wreak havoc in the playoffs and have a puncher's chance of getting to the finals. That's how it is. With you when you got a player like Jimmy Butler, and when you got a player like Bam Adebayo, who, by the way, has looked absolutely amazing. Kristaps Porzingis was quoted the other night as saying he doesn't know where this has come from. He's never seen Bam play at this level he's playing right now. Yeah, Giannis said he's the best American center. Did he say that? Yeah. Well, that's because he is. On uh, How Hungry Are You? <laughs> so Jabak. I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah, they were so good. I don't know why I stopped watching it. They were so funny. They were... Um, he would just ask anything. He like he had Kawhi on. He was like, "Are you leaving the Raptors?" He did ask that. He's like, "Man, K- I don't know, Serge." He had KD on and fed. Spoiler him. alert: He left. He left. He had KD on and fed. If you're him still snakes. on, if you're still on season 2019 of the league, sorry. Yeah. He had KD on and fed him snake. That's that's yeah. that's ballsy. That's ballsy. Okay. In another episode, he fed someone testicles. That's also ballsy. Good one. You don't even know if he did that. Um, I'm positive he did. I don't okay. remember who it was you, with. I, I agree with you. Um, well, with that, that was the heat, and obviously I got them higher. There's no way you have them lower. You have to say higher. Same. You have higher? Say same. It. No, no, you have no. to say it. I have same. That's not an answer. That's I'm making you the answer. With, an 80, with 82 games, that being an even number, it literally 
can't be 45.5. So you have to decide higher or lower. Lower. You got him lower than 45.5. <laughs> okay. You want to put money on it? Yes. How much? Dollar. Deal. And a half. 1.5. Deal. I'll put 1.5 on it. Deal. Deal. 1.5 dollar. Deal. Okay. Deal. Shake. Handshake. Handshake. All right. That was the heat. Um, Way too much time on the heat, as always. Next. You don't see me spouting Wizards information 24-7, even though they're the better team. I, mm, that's debatable. I'd love to talk Wizards, but we're not going to talk about it today. Statistically, they're the better team. <sighs> They've been healthier. Don't hem and haw at me. Um, next team, why don't we talk about the boys down in Sacktown, late in the beam? The, the New York Kings of Sacramento? No, the New York Kings of the New York Knicks. The Sacramento Kings of the Sacramento Kings. I said the New York Kings of Sacramento. Sacramento Kings. Let's go. Kings. Kings right now sit at sixth in the West. Yep. Ten and nine. That should be about a 51%, 52? 52, baby. 52, there we go. Six. I know numbers. Um, solid overall team. Um, good depth, balanced scoring attack. Six Aaron guys. Fox been on a freaking burner, I'm baby. Getting to that. Rude person. Six guys averaging over double figures for them. Career year for De'Aaron Fox, if I do say so myself. Harrison Barnes. De'Aaron Fox averaging 20. Yeah, he plays on the Kings. Good call. Demonis Sabonis. Good, Kevin. Kevin Herter shooting career high Dude, in three-point percentage. Can I, can I talk? Oh, yeah. De'Aaron Fox averaging 24 points, six assists, five rebounds. Don't say another word. Fix your headphones. Good shooting percentage. Getting to the rim efficiently. Yeah, Sabonis. Also playing very well. Passing that ball around. I'm going to quit. <laughs> I'm going to quit. Sabonis playing very well. 17 points on 60% shooting. Very good shooting percentage. Subpar three-point, but overall, yeah, good. 20, about 27 from three, but, you know, lethal, Still good. Shooter, lethal shooter can't fix everything. Still good. I'm going to quit. I'm going to call David. I'm going to tell him I quit. David won't let you. All right. Um, yeah, six assists a game for... Sabonis as well. You know, that's kind of been his uh, close to his career stats. So, yeah, nothing new from him, but still great. Yeah. Um, they're getting unexpectedly great production from a young man named Kevin Herter. I wouldn't say unexpectedly. They didn't expect all this. Now, one thing that I. have seen a game 45% from three on seven attempts. Now, you're going to say they expected that? No. Vlade Devach. I would like to say this. Expected that in the offseason? The Kevin Herter trade was the best move that the Kings front office has done in the past 17 years. They traded a second-round pick and a contract for him, an expiring contract and a second-round pick for Kevin Herter. Yeah, so I, didn't, I don't think... Who's that, a future developing player. I don't think that they thought that he would be 16 a game at that. I definitely thought he'd trade. be 16 a game. I don't know about that percentage, but I definitely thought they'd be 16 a game because he averaged 14 a game with the Hawks. I'm sorry, 12 a game with the Hawks with less of an opportunity to shoot. So I do think they expected 16 a game out of him. I don't know about that efficiency, but 16 a game, I would bar they expected that much out of him. So yeah. Um, honestly, I got to go lower here. I, I expect agree. them at 42 and 42, 41 and 41 on the dot. Wow. Right now they're 10 and 9. That's. Above 500, I have them at exactly 500. That's what I have them. I like them. 
but they're not going to be they're not going to be better than the Lakers. Yeah, my Lakers, the top out of that top three. You know, what top three? Their top three players as of right now. Oh, the ones that I was trying to mention as you rudely interrupted me constantly. Hey, who do they really have? Harrison Barnes, baby. Rashawn Holmes. Malik Monk, who's Thank been you. really good. Thank you for naming players in the case. Nah, Malik Monk is, was an underrated free agency signing. Well, yeah. not even underrated. That was just a big signing for them overall. Big Blue Nation in Sacktown. That's all that is. You should tweet that. I bet somebody has already. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just tweet right now. Big Blue Nation in Sacktown. No, I don't do that. No, you should do it. You can. How about this? If you get the trivia questions 100%, you don't have to tweet it. But if you don't get 100%, how about I do what the fuck I want because I'm my own fucking person? Uh, I'm going to tell David that you have to tweet it. David doesn't do anything. He does a lot. I wouldn't say anything. Um, so you have lower as well? Yes. All right, cool. Good. Good. Great. I don't know if their play style is sustainable enough to stay over 500 for the rest Well, of the year. I think their defense is only going to get better. It's their offense. They're, that's a lot of running. Yeah. But they, I, boy, are they fun to As watch. As I said, unsustainable. Their defense, though. Why, why do you keep repeating what I'm saying just in different <laughs> words? They're both going to level out. <laughs> like, 41 and 41. What is wrong with you? You're like, their defense. Right. Offense is unsustainable. I, I just said that. All right. Um, why don't we do some rapid fire? I'm just going to name a team. You say higher or lower. Hornets, higher or lower? Lower. Oh, good one. Bulls, higher or lower? Good one. Lower. Say another one. Pacers. Lower. Easily. Not even a question. Celtics. 81. Uh, it has to go lower. Has to. They're still going to win the East. Has to. No. Uh, Knicks. No, the Bucks 45. Won. Higher or lower? Higher. Lower. No, you're, you're lying. You're smoking crack. No. I don't smoke crack. 45% win percentage for the Knicks. You got higher? Hell no. They're going to make a deal. With who? God? Yep. No. Lower. Phoenix Suns, 70. Phoenix Suns, lower. Frauds. Grizzlies, higher or lower? 57. Higher. Lower. Clippers, 59. Higher or lower? Same. I got slightly higher. I would go with that. I don't think they move much. Warriors, 500, higher or lower? Higher. Same. They're going to get Caruso. That wouldn't do anything for him. Yeah, I'm just lying. It kind of would. They're going to get Caruso. They can't afford that contract off the bench. They can't. Unless Who's they trade Poole. off the bench? Who do you want him to start over, Clay or Steph? <laughs> Both. <laughs> like, play three. That was the dumb. Alex Caruso can play the three. Yeah. So you want him to start over Wiggins? Yeah, no. So who do you want him to start over, Draymond? No. <laughs> so <Five>. you want... <laughs> They can't afford that contract off the bench. Yes, they can. Oh, my gosh. So they have to trade Poole then, who can't be traded now that he got extended this fast. How big is Caruso's contract? I think like $39 million. $39 million is Caruso's <laughs> I'm contract. I'm lying. But they'd have to trade Jordan Poole. Of all their players, like they'd have to trade Jordan Poole unless they want to get rid of the young guys, which... 
I mean, four years. So it's twelve a year. You dumb fuck. I thought it was way more. I thought it was too, but okay. So they could do they two can young do that guys with like Divincenzo and Moody. They wouldn't get rid of of uh, Divincenzo to get Caruso. I would. You they you definitely would. I don't think it's gonna happen though. Have you heard? Are you in circles that are saying Caruso trade? Question mark. I mean, I'm in circles, trapezoids, ovals. No, I mean it. Are you? Squares. Have you heard this? No, I think it's a good move for them though. So you're just making this up. There's no weight to this because the Bulls are all in on winning. Now they have, you don't have the draft pick. They need They're a draft not pick. All in on winning. They fucking suck. Yeah, just because they suck doesn't mean they don't want to win. They would need a draft pick if they're going to get rid of Caruso. All right, Vucevic and Caruso to the Warriors for Wiseman and Clay and Chivendenzo. All right, Rockets twenty-five. Come on, they're wobbling. Lower. It's, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's hard to be lower than 25. They're going to go as far as Big Al takes them. But you Wolves, know. 500. Lower. Lower. All right, let's call it at that. Let's get into segments. That was a good time. Yeah. All right. I when, think we should clip my heat montage and sell it to the internet. Put Maybe put it on, ask uh, YouTube if they want to film it. We should have seen if YouTube could film this one, yeah. All right. Um, why don't we get into a winner and loser of the week? Cue the music, yo. I won. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Not how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Oh, well, I guess I'm a loser. A loser. It's a good win. I don't know how you describe a win. It's better than a loss. I'm not trying to be flip or anything. It's just I don't know what you want. I don't know how you describe wins. All right, um... Start off on a positive note. Let's get right into winner of the week. Yeah, that's usually what we do. How about you go first? Uh, my winner of the week, Yuta Watanabe. He's the best shooter in the world. According to some people, you're right. He is the highest shooting percentage in the best league in the world. He's the best shooter in the world. When you ask some people, they would say that. Some, some people being Kyrie Irving. Yeah. GW alum. He's, he's the best shooter in the world, Cole. Are you not going to say anything else? He's the best shooter of the world. He's the winner of the week. <laughs> How are you not the winner of the week after being named the best shooter of the world? I tell you what, when a guy who hit the second best shot in NBA Finals history calls you the best shooter in the world. You're the best shooter in the world then. I mean, that's pretty high praise and I, I'd value that. I might get that tattooed but if I'm Yuta. But like, he's not the best shooter in the world, but still. He's the best shooter in the world. <laughs> Stop saying that. And the world's flat. And nine, say, say something. 9-11 didn't happen. I don't know what else Kyrie Irving thinks. but That you were born on 9-11. Chase can make that joke because he was born on 9-11. I'm allowed to make 9-11 jokes, guys. Because he was born on that day. Kyrie Irving, not allowed. No. That's Chase's culture. Okay. It's my heritage. <laughs> okay. My winner of the week, Andrew Nemhard. All right. After... <laughs> After playing as 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 mid as you can possibly play, this is a guy who's looking at it being a career backup player. If you're not an L player or a W player, what are you? What? What do you mean? Never mind. Go ahead. That did. <laughs> okay. Um, like what's the mid version of L or W? Like whatever, just mid. Mid. All right. Mid is mid. It's in the middle of L&W. All right. Um, Nemar's looking at being a career backup, kind of yet he, is, he might have just already 
being uh, made his the highlight of his career. Crazy to put his ceiling at career backup, but go ahead. <laughs> That's what he's going to be when you got Halliburton and Matherin already starting over you. Um, he hit the shot of those his. Those are two great. Never mind. I'm That's what I'm gonna, saying. He's going to live out his career as a backup. You if he think stays in the those Pacers. three are going to be on the Pacers for his whole career, dude? The whole bro. They're all going to be 20 year players. What in the are Pacers. we saying? I'm not they're all going to be 20 year Pacers. Go ahead. Go ahead. Whatever you have to say. They're all going to be the Udonis Haslam of the Pacers okay. in 2040. Holy! Gonna, nice little dunk by LeBron. Nemhard had the game winning three pointer at the buzzer. King. Nemhard had the game-winning three-pointer at the buzzer to beat the Lakers uh, two nights ago um, in a game where the Pacers were down 17 points and came back to win. Respect. Shout out to Andrew Nemhard for winning the game for the Pacers. Loser of the week, James Wiseman, got cooked in the G. Yeah, um, I had a tie for loser of the week between Wiseman and another player. Tough look for James Wiseman. Um, Not only has Wiseman been averaging 15 points, 9.6 rebounds, and one block, and I just have to remark this, over his, uh, his, his games, he's a minus 35 plus minus. Yeah, we discussed that. In, his, in the G League. In the G League. Oh, I didn't know that was the G League plus minus. Wow, that's bad. Yeah. Um, Do you think Dwight Howard's team would take him in Taiwan? Uh, of course. Be the wrecking crew. Um, <laughs> Why is that the wrecking crew? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it Dwight Howard? They'd be the wrecking crew. Of course, it'd be the wrecking. Oh my god, it'd be the wrecking crew. They'd be the re- <laughs> Shaden Sharp insane putback dunk. Okay, uh, the wrecking. <laughs> Where's the wrecking crew come from? That's what they'd be. The wrecking crew. Dude, of course, it'd be the wrecking crew. <laughs> Can we make uh, that shirt? James Wiseman and Dwight Howard, the wrecking crew. <laughs> That's our first shirt right there. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> Holy shit. That's what they are. <laughs> if James Wiseman and Dwight Howard are talked about, you have to reference them as the wrecking crew. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Stop moving if, if, if somehow Wiseman gets back in the NBA and makes like a nice time. They're like, man, it looked like Dwight Howard. I'm like, oh, you know, it's the wrecking crew. The wrecking crew. <laughs> okay. So fucking uh, um, So, yeah, as Chase alluded to, um, not only has uh, James Wiseman had some subpar averages in the G League, four days ago when Wiseman and the Santa Cruz Warriors played the Kings G League team, the Stockton Kings. Not of New York. The opposing center, Nemius Keita, had 38 points and 18 rebounds and was a team-high plus 16 in his head-to-head matchup with Meisman, where Wiseman had 14 points and 10 rebounds and two assists. Yeah, I think I summed it up well. Got cooked in the G. Well, I just want to give a praise to Nemius Keita. Shout out, Nemius. Guys, to put this in perspective, this guy would be the fifth-string center on the Kings, and he just put 38 points on James Wiseman's head. So, bad. Um, tied for Lose the Week with Wiseman, I have Roland Barrett Jr. Please don't make this another 10-minute segment. It's going to be real fast. RJ Barrett has been downright awful pretty much all year. In the Knicks' best game of the year uh, on Tuesday, uh, an over overtime game, 
I'm sorry. Uh, the 30 point loss to the Pistons, or 30 point win to the Pistons, he went four of 11. In the game before that, their OT loss to the Blazers, he was six of 22. And Knicks fans are irate. There has been a, a uh, let's say, plethora of negative tweets by Knicks fans. And um, he is right now not living up to the expectations of uh, the future guy that the Knicks saw him as being. I'm just going to rattle off some of these tweets from Knicks fans. You ready, Chase? All right. NBA Central. R.J. Barrett has missed 78 of his last 114 shot attempts. Hater Central called him the Maple Bum following his Blazers performance. Nick's Muse tweeted, Really hard to believe Tibbs' philosophy of you earn your minutes when R.J. Barrett is 6 for 22 with three turnovers yet played 44 minutes. Not good. Not good at all. Yeah. Um, Another Knicks fan called for Cam Reddish to be starting over him. This is a guy who's making $35 million a year. <clears throat> and Bless th- you. And What's Kevin Knox up to these days? Not playing NBA basketball, that's for sure. He's not so um, Knicks, is he? And uh, lastly, I will hit you with a Just stat. Don't answer my question. That's cool. He's not on the Knicks. He, he was traded the to the Hawks? Hawks. Yeah, that's what I thought. Lastly, I will hit you with a stat brought He's to you by... He's not playing with the Hawks? No. I'm just going to hit you with a stat brought to you Probably by Stat Muse. Probably not. They have a lot of depth at his position. DeAndre Hunter, Bogdan. Go ahead with your stat. RJ Barrett ranks 469th in VORP. Value over replacement player. I know the acronym. Out of a possible 472 players that are eligible to be measured for that stat. Whoa. For those who don't know what VORP is. You just said it. I'm just making it even more clear. That means that... With Barrett's, Barrett's usage, with his shot attempts, and defensive opportunities, 468 players would be producing better basketball than he is right now. It's hard to have a better VORP when you're coming in for Quentin Grimes. That's... You know? I mean, no. Yeah. Dude, this is... That's very bad. This guy... He's untradeable. Who the Knicks pretty much based their entire future ambitions on. And this guy's been awful. Let's get into trivia question of the week. Oh, we don't do tweet of the week anymore? That's last. Okay, now nah, we can no, tweet of the week first. Trivia's last. Okay. Who do you have uh, as your tweet? My of the week? tweet of the week is an Instagram story of the week. Wow. So I'm switching it up here. Okay. But um, earlier this week, the Rockets played against the Hawks. During that game, there was a lot of taunting and shit-talking by Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Facts. Cole, ask me how that game went. Um, I, I, the Hawks had to have won, right? They're playing the Rockets, who are the worst team in the league. You would think, right? All right, that yeah. taunting. The Rockets the are awful. The league, they lost to the Rockets. Wait, what? You're after, telling me? After the game, the uh, Rockets' backcourt had a little bit of a field day. Is that right? Jalen Green posted an Instagram story of Trey Young walking off the court. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Porter Jr. posted that same picture of Trey Young walking off the court and just said, Twin, look at Lil Fella with the crying <laughs> laughing emoji and tagged Jalen Green. It's just like you just you can't get better than that. NBA social media, you just can't. Twin, look at Lil Fella. Like 
Those four, four or five words say it all right there. Twin, look at Lil Fella. Lil Fella. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad, but good so at the same funny. time. Like, that's the most Hawks thing, the most Trey Young thing ever. All right. Um, my Tweet of the Week. Legion Hoops, a frequent uh, participant in Tweet of the Week. Hey, I didn't use uh, what's Hoop Central? Hoop Central this week. All right. Legion Hoops tweets a quote from Charles Barkley during a, the uh, post-game TNT broadcast. Charles Barkley said, and I quote, if Shea Alexander Dude. Gilchrist is not in these, not starting in the All-Star game, we're not going to let the public vote again. Shea Alexander Gilchrist. Well, Shaq messed it up first. Yeah. And then he was quickly corrected right before Chuck said this. Yeah. Shea Alexander Gilchrist. This is a man who's leading, who's top three in points per game in the NBA. And a NBA analyst got this wrong. Very funny. I think that's just part of NBA, T- NBA on TNT, though. Yeah, it is, but still, it's just funny. Like they're not there to get facts correct. They're just there for their wisdom and to be funny and deep knowledge of the game, not like the surface level shit that everybody knows. Like they know the real stuff. Yeah, like Shea Alexander Gilchrist. No, that's the surface level stuff. No, I know. They don't need names. Okay, okay. Now they you're just stretching. see a guy. Now you're stretching. Like, He's good. Now you're really stretching. Gilchrist. I'm sorry. Gilchrist, I wasn't familiar with your game or your name. No, they just see him. They don't even need the name. Gilchrist, whatever. He's good. All right. Could be Michael Kidd. Could be Shea Alexander Gilchrist. Doesn't matter. Okay. Now on to trivia question of the week. All right. I've been cramming, so I'm going to get every single one right. Luka Doncic. 12. In their game against the uh, Warriors the other night. Had 41 points and a triple-double. This got me thinking. Luka... One of the fastest players to have uh, so many 40-point games. I wonder <laughs> what who's had the most 40-point games in the NBA. Playing and currently? I no. Let me Overalls. finish. Let me finish. Will change. Let me let me ask let me let me ask the final question. Gervin. So this has brought me to this number. Maravich. Who has had Bird. over 60 who has had at least 60 40-point games in the NBA? Kobe. There are 13 of them. Kobe. You have to restart completely, Chase. Ready, go. Kobe. That's one. Wilt. That's two. Uh, Mike. Mike Jordan. Yeah. 23. Mike Jordan, 23. That's three. I'm going to go Larry. No. Hogan, the governor of Maryland. He's a person. Nope. I wasn't talking about Larry Bird. Okay. That's, you have three players of 13. Um, I'll go Kareem. That's four. I'll go Carl Malone. Nope. Dirk Nowitzki. Nope. Pete Maravich. Nope. LeBron. That's five. Harden. That's six. Westbrook. Nope. Paul George. No. (laughs) How many do I have? You have six. And it's over how many games? At least 60 40-point games in their career. 60 40-point games. Gervin? That's seven. There we go. How many older guys are left? You have one, two, three, four older guys. Five older. I James mean, what Worthy. do you count as older guys? No, James Worthy, a career defender? No. A defender and cutter? No. Allen Iverson. That's seven. Um, 
Tracy McGrady. No. Injured guy? Yao Ming. Nope. Shaq. Nope. Shaq has to be on there. Hasn't at 60. He hasn't at 60? Probably at 55. Jeez, Shaq. Guy's killing me. You are missing. How many current players are on there? There's one current Steph. player you don't have. No. It's not, it's not Haslam. Haslam had uh, 59. Shoot. How do you not have this current player? I don't know. I'm not going to give you a single hint because any single hint was going to be like, oh, obviously this guy. Mellow. No, he's not a current player, and no, he doesn't have 60, 44 games. This is a guy who... Kevin Durant? Obviously. That's eight. How did I not say Kevin Durant? Or? I don't know. There's 13, you said? Yep. Havlicek. Nope. Kuzi. Nope. Mikan. Nope. McHale. Nope. So these are all... You don't have the number one, number two, or number three. Uh, I'm sorry. Bernard King. No. You do have the number one. I'm sorry. You had Wilt. Yeah, Wilt's obvious. You don't have two or three. This is a guy... uh, One of these guys has scored the third most points in an NBA game. 73 points. He scored a game. Not Devin Booker. He had 71. Yeah, he had 71. Um, this player played on the Lakers. Jerry West. That's one of them. Rick Barry. That's that's you've just uh, you've that's another that's another one of them. This is not the player I'm referring to though. Not the 73 Elgin. There you go. There we go. Ready to roll. How many left? Two. You have there's one left. Oh jeez. Austin Reeves. Oh, he's 59. Shit. Um, this guy was known for one particular, well, Jack Sigma. No, this guy was known for, um, accomplishing a particular feat that only two people have done. That's the most general statement. How? This man is known for a, a, accomplishing a feat that only two people have done in the NBA. Yeah. That's the most general statement ever. Two people have done a feat. How many, how many feats have only been done twice? Not many. hundred thousand points. No. This is a feat. The second player did it in the past five years. Second player did it. It was over the course of a season. Reggie Miller. What did Reggie Miller do that only two players have ever done? Top two and threes. Only two players have ever been top two and threes? (laughs) I was thinking that Steph Curry broke the three-point record, but that was Raw Alice. Yeah, it was Raw Alice. Raw Alice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this player. Do you want to give Clyde up? Clyde Drexler. No. What has Clyde Drexler done that only two Isaiah of Isaiah Thomas. What has Isaiah Thomas done? I don't know. Think hard. Very versatile player. Magic. No. He can score. <laughs> this guy. Spencer Haywood. No. Good book, though. Spencer Haywood? Yeah, he's a good book. Really good book. You know, he actually was a pretty much no. Uh, he was no. pretty much a slave as a young per, a young man. I didn't know that. Wow, that's he tough. was a man was in extreme po- his family was in extreme poverty, and he got in the NBA. He was the reason that you could come out of high school in the NBA. Um, go on. That's a hint. No. 
Okay. You want a, you want an obvious hint? Do you Josh want like, Smith. Do you want an obvious hint? Dwight Howard. Do you want an obvious hint? No, I don't want an obvious one, but I want something better than two people have done it. Okay, do you want a team he played for? Sure. The Bucks. Oh, Big O. Yes. Oscar Robertson. Yes! I'm disappointed in you. Next time, I want a question like this. Because this was a question that I think I would have killed. Uh, they both average triple-doubles, huh? Yeah, Westbrook and Oscar Robertson, the only two players See, to average like triple-doubles. that's double so random. How is that random? That's not on the mind. That wasn't done recently. What do you mean? Like in the past week? I said in the past... What do you mean done in the past week? Luke nobody, had f- nobody averaged a triple-double over the season in the past week. That wasn't a trivia question. That was a hint. That was a bad hint. How was it a bad hint? How many feats have you only been accomplished said, by two players? You could have said he was talked about in the White Shadow. I don't even remember him being mentioned in the I White Shadow. I don't either. I'm not going to lie. Exactly. So you would have guessed Bill you Russell and said, been wrong. <laughs> you could have said... Um, he has big in his nickname. Big. Then it would have thrown me off. Because he's not that big. Big Aristotle. No. Go on. How many big guys are there? Big Admiral. No. <laughs> the big Admiral. Big Easy on the Globetrotters. Could be him. <laughs> it could be him. Even though he hasn't appeared in an NBA game. But he had 60, 40 point ones. Big Country Reeves. <laughs> that would have really thrown you off. It would have. I mean. There aren't that many players that big in the, the, the NBA Oh, the big O. Big O. Oh, it's the big oh, O. Yeah, see? The, what would you have had the hint be? Nothing. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Par for the Court Podcast. That'll do it. We appreciate you all listening. Hope you enjoyed. Um, good episode. One for the books, that's good for sure. Good podcast. <laughs> um. We'll be expecting a guest in the near future. <gasps> Ooh, foreshadowing. Whoa, oh. foreshadow. Yep. Not going to give too much out. Just letting you know it's going to be exciting. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Peace. And enjoy. Ah. Peace.